So here we are in sunny Napa. It's been a real awesome thing to be able to spend. I mean, we've seen each other two times in the last 10 days. So. What a gift. Let <laughs> <laughs> the good times roll. This is Clarity Compressed. And, and so to sit and talk for a minute, you're doing so much right now with Breakfast with Champions and Clubhouse, Rise and Grind, your show, you're flying all over, you're meeting all types of people, you're about to be walking out on the field for the National Anthem of the Mets game, you're not going to be singing it, just right. part of the entourage. Right. Just clarify, I don't want to scare everybody out of the building. Look, you, you've been on the show before, you've come from the point where you were homeless and desperate to the point where now you are just encouraging thousands of people to do more, to believe more about themselves. What is the core of what you're doing? Like, what do you want people to know? Mm, I want people to know that they are children of God, right? The God of the universe. And with that comes both the ability and the responsibility to go out and make a positive impact in this life. And in order to do that, it takes discipline, work, right? Like, we have to become the best versions of ourselves in order to be able to a model and ultimately inspire others to greatness. And so a lot of the things that I do now, like the target never changes. Now how we get there changes. Sometimes it's a Breakfast with Champions show. Sometimes it's a Rise of Grind show. Sometimes it's working with them in the automotive world. Sometimes it's posting on social media, showing people that there's a... Uh, uh, a, a certain work ethic and grit and determination and self-development and all of those things, right? And so the vessels will be different to be able to reach all the different humans, but ultimately the target's the same. And so that's what, that's what keeps me rolling, man. You know, I think about that ability, responsibility, there are a lot of people that spend time watching other people motivate them, watching other people motivate others. They look at them themselves, they look at their own social media, they look at their own careers, and it's tough because they're constantly comparing, right? It's human nature we compare. And so when someone's thinking like, well, what do you mean it's my responsibility to inspire others? I'm trying to be inspired myself, meanwhile, trying to, to feel good about myself in light of all these people that have all these other things, right? Sure. It's kind of the human condition. Yeah, no doubt. So I, th I think that to that, I would say, Paul, we're all in different seasons, right? We're all in different seasons of our lives. And sometimes we're in a season of need to be inspired. Other times we're in seasons of need to inspire others. And the key is to just be really grateful for the season that you're in and always be open to what's next. And here's the thing. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what experiences you've had in the past. It doesn't. None of that like matters. When you start to model, when you start, I'll give you an example. I went for a run yesterday here in Napa. Went for a run yesterday, got lost, right? Just like running, found a trail. It was super cool. Let's right? go. Right. So when I, I was on my, um, uh, I was on something last night. I don't know. It was on a, a Zoom, uh, a Rise and Grind, Breakfast Champions, something. I don't know. I got it. I was somewhere, and this woman says, I saw you running in Napa. What? Uh, yesterday morning. She said it today. And I said, you saw me running? 
She's like, yeah, from like from my hotel room window, I could see you out there <laughs> running, right? And so even when you think no one's watching, and even if it's something as simple as running, like that one action of you being disciplined to, to evolve into the best version of yourself, you never know when it's going to trigger something in someone. So don't worry about what anyone else is doing. Just keep stepping towards the greatest version of you and know that... God, the universe, whatever it is that you believe will ultimately find a way to use that mm-hmm. to help elevate others. I want to talk because, let's see, we got, we got about four minutes left. There's this element of perspective that I talk about, and I, I consider that as clarity. When I say clarity, I mean it's perspective, understanding where I am on the map in relation to all the other things going on around me so I can make good decisions. So there's a situation the other night. We went to a really nice restaurant together, and... The, we were sitting, you had a couple group, couple tables together. You had turned your seat so that you could talk to all the people because, God forbid, you couldn't talk to all the people at one time. Right. Right? And as soon as we got set, the, the manager comes over, and she was very short with you telling you that if you don't move your seat in to keep the lane clear, that you feel free to leave because they squeezed us in. Right? It was very harsh. It was very abrupt. And... And some, my wife actually at the table was really offended for you. She was like, let's get out of here. Like, I don't want to spend a dollar at this restaurant. Your wife's amazing. And you, thank you. Yes, she is. I agree. And you came in and what did you say to her? I said to your wife. Yeah. I was going to say her name yeah, just yeah. now, but I was like, that's all right. Her name is Sarah. Everybody. Okay. Knows. There we yeah, go. Yeah. I said to um, Sarah, I said, Sarah, her child's like really sick. She's got a sick child at home. <laughs> And immediately as I said that, your wife's face changed, right? Her yeah. energy immediately <laughs> shifted. She said, oh, she does? And I said, actually, I don't know, right? <laughs> but maybe she does. Or maybe her husband's beating her. Maybe she's in an abusive relationship. Maybe she's dealing with depression, anxiety. Maybe she just lost a loved one, right? And ultimately... I don't know what she had going on, but by creating a narrative in my mind that there was something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, th- something she was dealing with was able to uh, really diffuse the situation as far as its emotional impact on me and ultimately your wife. Right. Well, I've, and <laughs> it was a really funny moment, especially that immediate moment when you said it first and watched the whole countenance change. But there's a level of um, a narrative that we can plant in our own mind that allows us to have empathy for somebody else's situation without even knowing about it. Right. And there's, there's something that you do, right? That's something you have a discipline of doing. And so for the people out there that are feeling like I'm an uninspiring person in general, what narrative do you want to put in their mind? Hmm. Um, I know it's different. It's situationally different. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah. but what can we pick off the tree of Glenn Lundy and carry forward with us? I think ultimately I would challenge you to really discover if you're feeling truly uninspired, I would challenge you to really find space and time to figure out who you are and more importantly, whose you are. For me, I thought I was not valuable to society. I didn't have anything to add, Mm -hmm. which brought me to a point of where I wanted to take my own life. But once I did some ancestry and I started to learn where I came from and ultimately 
who my father was, my spiritual father, and the warriors that came before me on this planet, the ones who fought through slavery and all of these different things. Once I realized that was in my DNA, it empowered me to be able to really puff my chest out and say, wait a minute, I have significance here. And all of you that are listening do as well. You've got major significance. You're a piece of the bigger puzzle, and we need you. We need you to step into your greatness. When you say who you are, I think it kind of brings us back around to the beginning. That's right. What your first message is. That's right. What does it mean to be a child of God who created the universe, who created Mm. everything? That's my best Glenn. I'll do my best Glenn Lundy sometime. Pretty incredible, right? It makes me think. I use a metaphor like, Paul, if you and I were walking down the street and I saw a kid and I said, that kid right there is LeBron James' son, you would immediately go, he probably is athletic. Yeah, right, right. He probably, maybe he plays basketball, maybe he doesn't, but he's probably athletic. I got some expectations. Right? Yeah, yeah. And that's what should happen in all of us when, when... when you realize you're a child of God, right? Like God, that is in your DNA. He's your father. And so he's the creator of all, which means somewhere in you, you have this ability to create amazing, impactful, and powerful things. And inspire and bring life. That's right. All of those things. All of those things. So that's, that's where it's at for me. Metaphorically speaking, if we can assume that human genes can cause great things what can huge spiritual god divine genes do i love it <laughs> glenn thank you so much for spending some time with me in the audience today yeah man. Um, what's the best way for people to stay in touch with you oh just uh go to go to glenn lundy just search my name dude you'll, you'll find me glenn lundy he's there <laughs> <laughs> thanks man talk to you all right love you brother yeah i love you man appreciate you we came to fight